It's June 27th on theconstantinvestor.com. I'm Buffy Gorilla, and I'm speaking with Steve Newbecker from the Constant Investor community. Steve, what is it that you do in your life out there in the world? Thanks, Buffy. um, I'm an engineer by trade, by background, a civil engineer, and um, I work for the 20-odd years in the busy oil and gas boom in WA. Um, I worked for a um, a small consulting firm, which grew quite rapidly through that time, and... um, um, and just recently, or within the last couple of years, I've um, I left, and now I'm, I'm doing some different things. So um, I'm still working a day or two a week down at uh, the local university as an adjunct professor down there. Um, I also do a little bit of business management for a, a small um, company in West Perth, and um, just helping them, you know, go through the the pains of growth, the same sort of um, issues that I was dealing with um, in my original company and um, and also involved a little bit with some mentoring of some um, startup companies through a through an organisation called Innovise in South Australia. So um, they, they commercialise innovation and then so I get a little bit involved with them. What is it about this portfolio style of working that you enjoy the most? Oh, the flexibility is great, um, and also the variety. Um, tend to um, have not not a very structured um, week, and it's really a case of um, going where the needs are that week, and um, you know, attending meetings or workshops depending um, uh, depending on the needs. So, yeah, it keeps it really um, uh, interesting and diverse. And do you foresee yourself continuing in this way for the extended future? Yeah, I'm very happy doing this. I'm still, you know, um, um, yeah, a little bit in between um, career episodes, I guess you would call it. So, um, but quite happy at the current um, at the current point. So, yeah, it's great. And do you find that you work more than you would if you were in a regular nine to fiver? Probably not. Probably because I'm I'm trying to pace myself a little better after um, you know having worked really hard during that um, that really busy period um, in WA. So um, so yes, I'm sort of measuring myself a little better so uh, so I don't get too stressed out. And I don't know much about your age. Are you in the twilight of your career, heading towards retirement, Steve? No, I'm 48. Okay, um, so many so- many years left. <laughs> Still got a few years at least. <clears throat> so tell me a little bit about how you got your investing start. Um, I, I forget exactly how it happened, but um, got involved very young, probably eighteen or nineteen, um, with probably with the help of my parents who set me up with a, a very small. Um, uh, I guess it was a little listed uh, investment company. Right. Um, way back, so um, you know, thirty uh, odd years ago, um, and uh, so that just kind of got me a little bit interested. It wasn't spectacular; it was quite a boring, um, stable um, fund, and um, I. But it, it got me sort of interested and got me learning about the market and how things work, and and from there, over time, I just um, 
spread out a little bit into individual companies and trying to understand how they work and and, um, investing in the ones that I liked. And do you still own that fund that your parents gifted you? No, I don't. I don't know if it exists, but it was called, it was the Five Arrows Fund by Rothschild. So um, I'm not aware that it still exists, but but yeah, that was uh, quite a long time ago. And do you remember if you earned a, any money that you could roll over into something more profitable? Uh, it was it was almost like an index fund. I think it was quite mm. slow moving. Um, it wasn't very spectacular at all. And um, you know, as I'm reading the checking the prices in the newspaper, as you did back then, um, you'd see other um, individual companies who were, were much more um, volatile and, and had a lot more movement. So I was probably got a bit more interested to um, just roll out of that and 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 take some uh, pick some individual stocks and so do you feel that that has shaped your risk taking so it sounds like you might be interested in some more volatility in your portfolio is that true that is yeah I um, I tend to try and look for Look for growth and um, look for companies that are sort of um, winning market share and and growing in that way and that that can obviously be quite volatile but um, you know I still have a, a large portion I guess which is in um, listed investment companies which is obviously managed by professionals and 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 are much more stable so um, but there's a portion that I that I like to, um, you know, make my own decisions with and, and, you know, it's become a real interest, actually. So how much of your portfolio would you say is divided between what you're responsible for and what those professionals are looking after? Uh, it's it's increasing in, in, well, in terms of the, the fund side of things. I'm in the process of transitioning a lot of the individual holdings into listed investment companies. Um, it's probably about um, 70, 30, so 70 managed by others and, and 30 by myself. But it's been, the last few years in particular, seem um, to be quite um, or extra volatile in the sense that, you know, you can be invested in what you think is quite a safe company and and have a, a you know, can have a massive write-down and um, a really big um, markdown of the share price. So, um I think I'm trying to minimise now the number, the number of individual holdings, so that I can watch them a little bit closer and understand them a lot better, um, and and have the rest of it managed by others. And so, you mentioned in your kind email to Alan about how much you love the Constant Investor, that you're really into kind of um, health stocks and stem cells. What, has, um, I guess, piqued your interest in those to begin with? I. Can't recall what got me into them originally. Um, I think I'm always kind of looking for um, uh, for tailwinds or for a sector or for a theme that um, where there's going to be some change, some sort of regulatory change, or or this you know, technology is another one where there's massive disruption. And um, you know, so probably those two things, healthcare, um, which has got this tailwind of aging population and, and technology feeding into it and also the digital technology itself which um, is quite a strong theme obviously at the moment but um, yeah and in researching on the health side of things I 
I did, um, you know, start to look up a lot more in, into the stem cell industry, and that really seems to be on the cusp of, um, uh, you know, big regulatory change and, um, you know, stimulation and sort of entering into sort of mainstream commercial commercialisation, which um, should be interesting for a number of companies. Are there any particular ones that you have your eyes on? Well, I um, I was interested to see um, Mesoblast was in um, one of the thorny funds. In fact, it's in mm. the thorny funds, I believe. Um, so, you know, and that's, uh, to my knowledge, the biggest and, and the, the closest to, to this mainstream commercialisation in Australia. Um but I've also done some research on some smaller companies, and they seem to be doing some deals with Japan, which is um, you know which is really interesting because they're obviously going to become acquisition targets, or um, at some point in the future you would imagine. So um, there's a company called Sinata, which which I'm finding interesting in the sense that it's got a platform which um, you know could be applied to uh, to many products and many other companies. So. Um, so it's yeah, I'm interested to get some exposure into into that area and and just see how the how that um, theme develops in the in the you know near to medium term. Well, hopefully it will develop. And as someone who's worked in the oil and gas sector, do you feel that that is a good area for investment? Do you hold any oil and gas interests? Um. I think I do. Um, I've still got a little bit of um, Santos, but um, but really, that, it, that's a fascinating. That's for me. That's um, an area that um, has got headwinds rather than tailwinds. Um, okay. You know, all the development with batteries and solar power um, uh, and alternative energies um, is, is just incredible. So, um, and I've been, you know, really enjoying Alan's commentary on on that and um, uh, because I've kind of seen it firsthand, um, you know, oil price is quite low at the moment. Um, a lot of the traditional, the work that I was doing in the, in the oil and gas space is, um, has really um, diminished in size and, um, and I think it's, you know, there's going to be a lot more of um, these alternatives coming up and mm. um, which is, I think is, is very interesting. So possibly a better investment. So, is there any advice that you've ever been given throughout your investing career that has been that has served you well? Um, I'm sure there has. In fact, one um, from a mate of mine who's um, who's now a stockbroker. He's um, his turn of phrase is to to let your runs run, um, <laughs> and. I probably used to, you know, if something um, increased um, in price, I would tend to sell it. And if it dropped, I would tend to, to buy more. Um, whereas now I probably do more of the opposite, where if, if something is actually appreciating the value, I'm more inclined to to um, buy more of it, if anything, um, and, um, and the converse as well. So... Um, yeah, I used to probably miss out on a lot of gains by selling too early. So, so let your runs run. Excellent advice. And how about besides the constant investor? Are you reading anything, or watching anything, or listening to anything that 
might be worth our community's time? Uh, yeah, I um, I do like um, getting independent advice and and making my own decisions and things. So I, I do subscribe to a number of um, uh, services, and, and obviously the Eureka Report was that's where I've um, I followed Alan across from there um, to the Constant Investor. Um, but I'm starting to to drop those off because I'm just having too much material to to kind of digest. So, um, yeah. But in the past, you know, the Intelligent Investor, uh, Eureka Report, um, and a few others. I think there's a lot of um, there's actually a website called LiveWire, which um, mm. has a lot of snippets and fund managers um, giving their opinions on things. And, and I find that's actually very good. And that's a, that's a free service. And so what do you hope to do with all this wealth you are building through your investment? Oh, I, well, I, I actually enjoy the journey. I, I enjoy the challenges um of you know trying to um, well trying to beat the market that's one thing that's that can be quite fun but um, um, I'm happy um, you know with the current sort of work that I'm doing um, as well and yeah I guess in terms of you know it's, it's nice to have um, a retirement plan and to to work towards that but um, um, yeah I guess that's that's probably the extent of it. And when do you plan on retiring? At forty-eight, is the the end near-ish? No, I I, <laughs> I don't know exactly. I think um, I, I am really enjoying the work that I'm currently doing, and and should be able to do that for a lot longer, um, with no real um, timelines in, in mind at this stage. Anyway, I'm I'm quite happy, um, as you know, as a part-time kind of. Um, you know, becoming increasingly part-time as, as time goes on, I guess. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate your time and your story. Thank you, Buffy. This was Buffy Gorilla speaking with Steve Newbecker, Constant Investor Community Member on the constantinvestor.com.